Yuri Perez is back. However, the losing streak continues. Jazz Chisholm Jr. is back. Bombs are back. Unfortunately, the losing streak still continues. Tons to get into from yesterday's game with Steven Strom. This is Locked On Marlins. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England. Welcome to Locked On Marlins. This, of course, is your daily Marlins podcast. I'm your host, Peter Pratt. Hit me up on X or Twitter or wherever, whatever you call it these days, at Miami Marlins underscore UK. This, of course, is your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Marlins your first listen of the day. Guys, reminder, there is a YouTube channel. Get on over there. Hit subscribe also. If you are watching on YouTube now, you have the benefit of the graphics, the benefit of the rundown giving you the blueprint for this episode. Also, the benefit of seeing two young studs. Kind of. Kind of young. I mean, I'm, I'm not that young. But anyway, Stephen Strom is in the house. Is Marlin. Locked on Marlin's debut. How we doing, brother? Pete, I'm living the dream right now. I'm on with you. I'm very excited. Hopefully, we get the vibes up this afternoon. Hopefully, we get a win here tonight. Let's go. The vibes need to be high. Mate, I just wanted to, before we kind of dig into yesterday's game, just this season feels like it's been a roller coaster. 14 games over 500 at one point. Many of the lasting memories, I think, of the 2023 season will be Kyle Selaf clips of crazy calls of Marlins' crazy wins. I know we're in the dark days right now. Ground zero, some may say. But there has been a lot of a lot of bright spots in this year, right? Oh, my God. There's been a ton. I mean, this is my first year here with the Marlins, and, and I know it hasn't had uh, they haven't had great success in the recent years. So just being a part of this with Kyle, with everyone, I mean, this was so new to me, right? And, you know, like you said, you said 14 games over 500. The types of wins that the Marlins had, just jumping off the top of my head here, the White Sox one with Brian De La Cruz. They're down, I think it was 5-1 to one in the eighth inning. Um, the Soler walk-off. I mean, there, there has been so many moments uh, throughout this season where you can look at it and say, um, I could end this season and feel pretty good about how many moments we had. But you say that, and then you get to 14 over, you start thinking about the playoffs, and yeah. then you get to the point where you start to believe. Uh, so the context changes, but regardless, yeah, 2023, this season has been so much fun, and it's not over yet. You know, I think oh. that's the big message here is there's still 49 games left, 48 games left, game and a half out of the wild card. Let's just roll the dice and see what happens here. The Marlins are in exactly the position where they want to be. All year long, we have seen the Marlins, they're never dead. Always scrapping, always on these crazy comeback wins. It, it would just, it would be so unmarlins like to just go 14 games over 500 and then just play 500 ball and cruise on into the wild card. That's not how the Marlins do it. We need a <laughs> bit of adversity. You know, now we're in the adversity. Now it's about can this team come back? And for me, that's when this team comes alive. How are the vibes around me? Because you've been with the team all year. You know, you mentioned we want to get the vibes high. It's been a rough stretch, obviously, since the break. But just, you know, you're around the team daily in Cincinnati right now. Try and describe the vibes and how everyone's kind of feeling at this point. 
Well, I think there's obvious frustration, right, because of the results on the field right now. But Skip Schumacher has reiterated, and I've seen it, and everyone that covers this team has seen it. Nothing has changed as far as preparation, urgency, uh, all those things that they were doing in the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year, they're still doing the same. Now, I will tell you, yesterday, there was a different vibe in the clubhouse because Yuri was here, right? People mm-hmm. are excited to see him. They're excited yeah. to get him back here, uh, hopefully for the rest of the 2023 season. So again, you know, you learn a lot about your team, yourself as a player, as a manager, as a broadcaster, you know, when you go through these stretches, cause it's easy when it's, when you're winning and you're coming back and you're doing all these magical things, but you learn a ton about your team and who you are during mm-hmm. these stretches. And again, we're going to keep reiterating this. Uh, they're still in a good spot. They still have an opportunity here tonight against Cincinnati team that is struggling as well uh, to get back on uh, on track. But I would say the vibe is still, you know, pretty similar to what it was before. Now there's urgency, of course. Like they mm. they know they they know what's going on. They 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 feel it a little bit. But um, I don't think anything has changed from a preparation and attitude standpoint. Nah, that's well, it's good to hear. And I know. Let's get into Rui Perez because you know yesterday it was a comeback game for him. Him. I was intrigued to understand. I think it's a really great insight you've shared there that the clubhouse vibe, you, you drop in Yuri Perez, all of a sudden there's a little boost. And listen, for me watching that game live, I watched the, I watched the first few innings live and then caught the rest this morning, you know, in my usual pattern. Yep. Yuri Perez, that first way through, you know, the, the lineup was, I mean, I've not seen him any better, to be honest with you. It was absolutely electric yep. the first time through. Clear that the Reds, they changed, you know, they had a plan. They had a plan with you. They were just looking to run into something, I think, and just cause damage with the long ball. But just overall, what was your impressions of Yuri coming back after, you know, only throwing like less than six innings in the past month? So a lot of pressure on Yuri Perez, too. Yeah, uh, really good point. I mean, he's only made two starts uh, prior to this outing here in Cincinnati. I think it was three and a third and two and two thirds, whatever it was. It was a smaller stint. Um, but yesterday, look, I, I think you saw the Reds really try to attack his fastball early. The two home runs that he gave up to Encarnacion and uh, and Vado were first-pitch fastballs, you mm-hmm. know, and you saw that early on, particularly in the first inning, uh, that they were going to go after him. Now, you know, he still punches out seven. He strikes out the side in the second. Um, but I think this is what you expect when you have your first start. It's kind of like a little bit of up and down. I think for the most part, though, you walk away from that start and saying, you feel good about Yuri Perez. Uh, the third inning was stressful, 33 pitches. Um, you know, it's baseball's so funny, man. It's like, you know, one pitch can change the whole outing, right? He has this long at bat to Friedel and he rips down a triple. And then it's, you know, it's obviously the, the Reds take a 2 1 lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you think you just get one pitch down, you're out of the inning. And then it's a whole different script. But uh, yeah. look, the impression is the fastball was awesome. Used a lot of slider combination as well. Uh, didn't see the change up as much. His mix was different yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, it's expected. You're going to have to adapt as the season goes on. And, um, you know, we're so excited to see Yuri back up here, is really the, the story of yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. It was the expectation, I guess, at this point is Yuri Perez just with the Marlins now rest of the way, I guess. I mean, I know there's talk of hypothetical pitch or innings counts, etc. But I guess right now, you know, 48, 49 games, whatever it might be to go. You're looking to have Yuri as part of this this rotation the rest of the way, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I can't, I guess, confirm that, but I think everyone sort of assumes he is here for the rest of the way in 2023. I mean, he evens out the rotation now with five men with Cabrera going down, mm. um, you know, be an option. So uh, I think that's the hope. I think that was the plan. I know that when we spoke with Kim, uh, this was pretty fairly mapped out on how she wanted to uh, organize this. And now he's up here. It's funny. It was a month to the time where he was sent down. He was sent down July 7th, back up uh, August 7th for this series and a team that he faced his first uh, start overall. I tweeted out yesterday, though, it's a comp- it was just a completely different lineup. Yeah, uh, I so- think there was only three players from that May 12th start uh, in the lineup here for Cincinnati. And by the way, that was one of my favorite tweets I've seen in a long time because and for those that haven't seen it, effectively what you've got is lineups written on a scrap of paper, not, names scratched out, names, you know, whatever. And I was just like, wow, that is that is some old school. Well, there you go. <laughs> we got the notebook. I got the notebook. You know, I, I got the notebook because this guy is a, is a freak as far as preparation. And um, I was yeah. like, you know what, man, I... I'm going to take a little bits and pieces of Mr. Kyle Seeloff, and I actually got my own. uh, This one's cool, though. This one has a Nike sign development series. makes me feel a little bit cooler with the Nike check. Um, But, yes, I am old school. I like to write down a bunch of this stuff, and uh, hopefully some of it sticks. But you're right, though, just on on the Reds, right? Like when we saw them when Yuri came up, and he was brought up to like what I would describe as a bit of a soft landing spot for him to give him a really good opportunity to succeed. The Reds are a different club now than they were back then. They've gone on a surge too, but equally they're facing the same as are the Diamondbacks. All of these three clubs, the Marlins, the, the Angels, and the, yeah, and the Angels, all these clubs that like were, have surged, are buying at the deadline. Now they've had like a bit of a post deadline or even a post all-star break kind of blues. So this is the beautiful thing for the fish is like no one else has really Pace is the bottom of caught up with the Cubs and the Padres, I'd say in particular, have really kind of joined the pack. So it's going to be one hell of a thrilling wildcard race now. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know it gets annoying, the narrative. Like, we understand, like, the Marlins have not played good in the second half. But the goal the entire year uh, was the NL wildcard. The Braves are in a class of their own, and that's fine. They're a tremendous team. But it was always about the NL wild card, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I try to look at. Of course, you you try to worry about what you can do tonight as far as winning. But then I'm, I'm scoreboard watching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm seeing the Diamondbacks uh, struggle. You know, you're seeing uh, the Reds, you know, up to this, up to yesterday, lost six in a row. So, again, 48 games left. There is so much time. There's so much baseball to be played. You can, Marlins can rip one off tonight and, you know, take two out of three, head home. And all of a sudden, you're on a six-game homestand with the Astros and the Yankees. You see what happens. But, you know, it stinks to be playing poorly at this point, but it's worse to be playing like this late in September when these games are really, really – I mean, these are pivotal. It's a pivotal series. Yeah. But you get later in the year, you know, when we talk about clinching scenarios, you talk about those – for me, it's like just go through this now, get out of it, and then let's go. Let's race to the finish line. Everyone has it. No yep. team. We even seen None. it with the Bravos right now. The Bravos are, you know, I know. they're having a slump too. Like yeah. it happens. No panic. This team is miles better than it was going into the deadline. I think Kim done a, did a great job. This team, this club is better, and it's healthy. It's the healthiest team I think in Major League Baseball right now. Like I know a, f- a few guys are down, but there's always going to be guys down. So there can't be any excuses here. This team is healthy. They're just going through a bit of a rough stretch, but you know, today is the day to come out of that. Guys, 
Let's talk about our uh, good friends over at BetterHelp. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, and of course, you know, listen, sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists if you need to at any at any time. No additional charge. Don't matter. Don't matter. You'll be connected. If it doesn't work, you can switch it up. No problem. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash MLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, as in H-E-L-P, dot com slash MLB. All right, you're here with Peter Pratt and Stephen Strom on Locked On Marlins Tuesday's episode. Stephen Strom joining us from uh, Cincinnati right now, which is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're a significant distance apart right now. Um, but Yuri Perez is back. What we also saw yesterday, Jazz Chisholm Jr. returned, and he returned, well, with, with Jazz style, I would say. Um, for me, I think this is the most critical thing for the Marlins here at this point, is Jazz Chisholm Jr. staying on the field and participating on a daily basis right up to the end of this regular season. What about you? Look, man, I mean, everyone here knows about Jazz. Everyone knows about his impact. Um Obviously, with his bat, but defensively, uh, I think he's made so much improvement out in center field. I mean, yeah. yesterday you just saw just it, it just sometimes feels effortless. Like he'll just come out here and he takes a hack and just rips this thing opposite field. And um, it's just like, you know, he's a freak. You know, he really right. is. He's so talented. And uh, I know he's so frustrated on just his um, durability. You know, mm-hmm. he tells us that. He's never worked any harder in pregame yeah. stuff and postgame stuff. And sometimes this, you know, I guess this stuff kind of happens. He's my, we're 25 years old, um, you know, but for this thing to run, I mean, I totally believe that jazz healthy in the field, in the lineup, this is just a completely different Marlins team. Wherever you put him, if you want to put him at cleanup, we'll see what Skip does here. I mean, maybe he wants to change up the lineup a little bit, but he's willing to bat in that leadoff spot, in that four spot. Heck, we've seen him in that six spot. Um, but just the excitement to have Jazz back, and now it's just stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? If it means maybe DH him, DH him. You know, yeah. I, this team is better with Jazz Chisholm in the lineup. There's more energy. There's more speed, um, obviously power. And defensively, you know, he's gotten a lot better. So to see Jazz yesterday, of course, you know, pinch hit, his first pinch hit uh, home run of his career yesterday. Oh, uh, was it? I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great to see him out there. And um, hopefully he's out here. We don't have a lineup yet, but I'm assuming he'll be out here uh, after what we saw yesterday. Yeah, I think so. I think the the obviously the cramp and the hamstring and a ton of lefties kind of queued up for a few days. It was like, okay, it's the perfect spot to like just let him get right. But the Marlins. And keep in mind, Skip him. also said with him and Avi that he wasn't going to play them every day initially. You know, they were going to give every other day just to ease them back in. And yeah. if that means taking it slow to get them for the rest of the 2023 calendar year, that's what they were going to do. So, I mean, maybe you think of it as this was planned, but yeah, there uh, you go. It was a, it was a planned cramp, I guess. Cramp, uh, yeah. <laughs> what did you make? I want to talk about Joey Wendell and also look ahead to the Yankee series uh, <laughs> that's, that's upcoming, which should be fun uh, for many different reasons. But 
What did you make of the Jorge Soler home run yesterday? It was one of the funniest reactions to a home run I've seen in a long time from Soler. <laughs> so if you follow Marlins radio, you know, Kyle has crazy, you know, home run calls. And it's hilarious because he'll be loud, but just be like this. Like if I was calling, I'd be like, hey, what a Jorge Soler right field. She's gone. You know, he's just like, and Soler, you know. So when I heard it initially, I was like, oh, fly out, you know, F9 mm-hmm. out to right. And it just kept carrying. And, and Brent Brown had told us that this is just one of the best hitter parks in the game. Yeah. So when Soler hits this, I mean, he thought it was a pop out. He kind of slammed his bat. Yeah. And he just kept carrying and carrying. And then it was almost like the Jordan shrug when he saw it go over the bases. He was just like, all right. And we were just like, and kind of like it's gone. <laughs> uh, so the reaction up here was, how did that travel to that point? But if you look at all of the measurements, it makes sense because this is a hitter-friendly park. I mean, I'm telling you, if I got a tennis racket and maybe a, a, a tennis ball that happened to be a little bit stronger, I mean, maybe I can turn on one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Stephen Strong, power hitter. There we maybe. go. Well, now we've got it. You've got to hit a lock the Marlins. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't involved in that. Uh, there was some sort of softball game. I don't know who was involved. Maybe you guys were... I don't even know if you were on the road at that point, but you weren't involved in no, that, right? Uh, I was not involved. Uh, I wish I would have known a little bit earlier because I would have mm-hmm. probably played first and probably got multiple hits. Um, I will <laughs> tell you, Pete, I will be in the lineup next season. I've made sure of that. I voiced my uh, I voiced my opinion on mm. not hearing about it earlier. Discontent so is what I'm hearing. That's the yeah. word I'm thinking of. There's some... Yeah, you know, I'm ready. I'm I, again. I'm I, I'm a guy that loves physical activity, you know. Um, and I also love baseball. So let's just say next year, just expect uh, number number fourteen in that in that lineup. Oh, let's go. That's let's amazing. go. There you go. There's a there's some breaking news there on this on this episode. Then expect him <laughs> <laughs> in the lineup. Um, we're going to talk about Joey Wendell as well and some struggles there and the Yankees series. Before we do that. Uh, let you know about our good friends over at eBay Motors, guys. Yes, sir. And if you are, well, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage or garage, or however you pronounce that one, and look for the green check to know the part will fit. Or your money back, because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts, that's a lot of parts, to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride! eBay guaranteed to fit, only available for U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. Love the legals. All right, we're running long. We're running low on time here, so let's continue this conversation. Joey Wendell. Joey Wendell pressure. Listen, I am heavily engrossed in Marlins Twitter. My feed is only Marlins Twitter. Right now, it's fair to say Marlins Twitter is struggling struggling with Joey Wendell's performance, particularly offensively. Xavier Edwards is absolutely lighting it up in AAA, the, the hottest hitter, I think, in, in minor league baseball at this point. Um, do you Can you understand that from a Marlins perspective? I, I personally understand Xavier Edwards is absolutely tearing it up, but I, I know Wendell's been... He started slow, came hot. He's gone slow again. Gone a bit cold. I think he's going to work through it, and he'll be given the opportunity to work through it. What about you? He'll be given 
the opportunity to work through it. I think you're hundred percent right. I mean, you look at his numbers and I just had pulled it up. He started off slow, uh, similar to Segura uh, in the beginning of the year yep. and hits 354 in June, you know, and um, Joey Wendell is going to stay in the lineup. I mean, uh, he's a great clubhouse guy mm. and he's done it for so long, Pete, you know, you, yeah. you got, you got to give those guys the benefit of the doubt. Of course he's going through it just like everyone does. I know it hasn't been probably the year that he anticipated. I know he started out on the IL earlier in the year and I think mm-hmm. he was still hampering from that coming back. Yeah. And then you saw in June, man, 354, he was ripping the cover off the ball. He's going through it right now. I still believe in Joey Wendell. Um, as far as Xavier Edwards, we saw, him great kid uh first of all um did well when he was up here for the limited opportunities that he was in and then just tearing the cover off the ball uh down in triple a i mean mm-hmm. i think he was uh player of the week he had six hits a couple of nights ago <laughs> yeah very excited for what xavier edwards is future here with miami but um as far as wendell i believe that he's a guy that you want in your lineup like and i was even saying this about segura when he was with us you know Marlins make a postseason run. Let's just say they 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 figure some things out here and they get into that wild card spot. Just would not surprise me if I looked down the averages in a postseason and I saw a guy like Joey Wendell batting 370. You know, because yeah, yeah. guy's been there before, veteran mm-hmm. guy, and I just I trust his bat. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, former All Star, right? Like you know, the pedigree's there. And a clubhouse guy, Pete. You got to think. You know, yeah. during these stretches, I know everyone wants to see Xavier Edwards, but. You got having a clubhouse guy is so underrated specifically in times like this. And Joey yeah. is that. Yeah. It's, it's funny, right? And this is the thing where you, you see more of that, like Marlon Twitter, we don't see anything like that, but there was a clip earlier in the year. I remember Joey Wendell was up giving an award, a player of the game award. I can't remember who actually received the award, but either way, I was like, that's really intriguing that it's Joey Wendell up there. That's every the win. Yep, he's the vocalist. Yep, he's That's screaming what, in there. Let's go, get everyone get up there. And you'd never know it, right? Yeah. Like to to the average fan, I say average fan, but to every, all the fans, like it's hard to make that connection with what you see on the field in some ways. Like it doesn't, you, you don't expect that in some ways. So it really took me back and I was like, ah, that's really intriguing that Joey Wendell is playing that role. But um, speaking about big series to come, the Yankees coming to uh, Long Depot, already the texts are out there, the emails, everything, you know, it's going to be a packed house. So we saw it again for the, um, you know, the Tiger series for obvious reasons. Um, we're expecting something similar, big Giancarlo Stanton, maybe back as well. Uh, you never know with big G to be honest with you health wise, but let's hope he is. Um, just try to explain or describe how the atmosphere was in that Tiger series in particular, when you've got that fully packed out Lone Depot this year. Oh my gosh. That's Saturday uh, for Venezuelan heritage day. That was an unbelievable crowd. And it stunk that the Marlins uh, ended up getting shut out that game. Yeah, but that wasn't timely, man. The, the blueprint is out. Like you saw the WBC and you've seen some good crowds this year. Like, you know, you have, and, and that place gets loud. So mm. Saturday, it was a great crowd. As far as this weekend, it's a little personal to me because I'm from Jersey and, um, I let's be politically. I'm not a huge fan of the Yankees because my father's from Minnesota. We grew up twins fans. And let's oh. just say every time the twins got to the playoffs, they would face the Yankees and the Yankees would, you know, Mm-hmm. take care of us mm-hmm. so this series is i got i got some juice going into this series because it's the yankees number one number two because we're expecting you know sold out crowds friday saturday and 
huge guests, you know, Derek Lee, Carl Pavano, Josh Beckett. There's a ton of Marlins coming uh, on that Friday. So it's just gearing up to be an incredible weekend off the field and having guys on the field for, you know, flashback Friday. But then uh, we know the pivotal series here with the Yankees and every series feels huge now uh, towards the end. So it's going to be an exciting homestand. Astros first, Yankees on the weekend. I can't wait. I'm so fired up for it. Absolutely. It's going to be absolutely en fuego, I think, uh, this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Stephen, let's get you out of here because I know you've got things to be doing there uh, in Cincinnati, pregame stuff. So I appreciate you uh, joining me for your debut on Locked on Marlins. Uh, for everyone else listening in as well, uh, of course, you can uh, catch every pitch of the the, the Marlins broadcast with the Sirius XM uh, broadcast on the SXM app. Uh, just search Marlins for that one. Uh, Marlins Reds, big game here for the Marlins. They need to... They need to end this streak and they need to end it now. Stephen Strom, Peter Pratt, Unlocked on Marlins. We'll see you tomorrow.